I want to talk to you about uh, saving Aziz. Uh, you know, we've talked about the incredible uh, outreach from this audience at the end of 2021 when you know this audience came together to help rescue over 17,000 Americans, uh, U.S. allies, uh, many other vulnerable groups of people, really marked for death by the Taliban uh, during the fall of Afghanistan, and of course. You know, we really appreciated that. I know Glenn really appreciated it as well. Chad Robichaud, uh, he got the Bonhoeffer Angel Award because of that. Uh, his efforts there as he was super tied in. He's like swimming over rivers from Tajikistan to like save people. In fact, his friend Aziz, who he had worked when he served over there, he went in to try to save him. He wrote a book about it as well. It's, it's fantastic. It's an incredible story. And Chad has written this book. You need to read it. It's called Saving Aziz. It's available to, to, to order now. Uh, it's uh, it's really your story. So check it out. SavingAziz.org. SavingAziz.org. Don't miss it. SavingAziz.org. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Today featuring uh, Pat and Stu. 888-727-BECK. If you'd like to get in touch with us, that's how you do it. Uh, Man, as usual, the world is spinning out of control. However, there's some really good news. Um... You can get Russian citizenship now for just a, like a, I mean, a little token of, uh, of effort. And we'll, we'll tell you about that and much more in 60 seconds. Let me tell you about Relief Factor. I'm, I'm guessing that nobody asked you for permission to saddle you with a bunch of pain. Yet, here you are, dealing with it day in, day out. And if you're like me, living with pain in your life is like walking uphill in 10 feet of snow to school, both ways, in the dark. Right? Right? Am I right? Yeah, that's the way I used to do it when I was going to school. Anyway, um, uh, the, the lowest point comes, at least in my life, when the pain I was living in was just consuming everything. My every thought, I was, you know, I can't do that, I can't do that. I just have to get back home. Uh, it's horrible. I tried Relief Factor because my wife made me try it. She's like, I'm not going to listen to you whine if you don't try everything. I'm like, it's natural. It's not going to work. Better living through pharmaceuticals. This actually changed my life. Three-week quick start. 1995. It's a trial pack. That's what my wife said. Just try it for three weeks. What do you have to lose? Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. 70% of them go on to order more. I'm one of them. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four relief. 1995, three-week quick start. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four relief. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. This seems almost too good to be true, but it is true. 
you can receive Russian citizenship, and all you have to do is join the Russian army and uh, go to war against Ukraine. That's all you have to do. Wow, that's you it. You believe it's that easy? I mean, what an incredible incentive. And how often have you longed to be a Russian citizen? My whole life. My whole life. Obviously. Just like everybody else. Yeah. Man, if I could just live in Russia, where there's food shortages and extremely bad weather and, uh, you know, still the strains of communism and, and oppression. Sure. Uh, you might get poisoned. Might get poisoned. By, or, by your government if you disagree with them. You could also fall out a window. Uh, a that lot of, happens a lot. A lot of people oppose the administration, the Putin administration. A lot of those people are very, very clumsy. And every time they get near a window that's high up in a building, they fall out of it. So much gravity there, too, though. I mean, there's just a much. They, they, a lot of people don't understand. It's much stronger there than yeah, it is here. Right. So you get near it, just kind of mm-hmm. sucks you out that window, <laughs> and happens all the time. Are there a lot of people taking them up on this? I don't know if uh, I, I'm not sure. It doesn't. It, the article doesn't state how many, but there's a lot of foreigners apparently waiting in line for Russian citizenship, and they're being uh, given a chance to cut to the front of the line if they volunteer to join the war effort in Ukraine. And huh, I mean, obviously, a small, small, minute price to pay for russian citizenship right clearly your life um because like, surely you're going to the very front lines surely you are like they're not even mm-hmm. going to say like hey here's a gun to help you fight they're just going to strap you to a tank <laughs> like I, <laughs> what are they going to do with these people and it's amazing because russia you know they're having people uh leave the country and escape to other countries to avoid the service. Right. And uh, <laughs> their own citizens don't want to be citizens right, anymore. Right. Because reportedly they've lost over a hundred thousand troops so far. According to mm. this might be a little inflated because it's Ukraine's general staff, but they reported 116,000 Russian troops. I yeah. think the U S military puts it about a hundred thousand. Yeah, certainly either way. It's a lot, a lot. It's a lot. I mean, when you think about the 10 years of war that Russia, the Soviet Union, endured in Afghanistan, uh, they lost 15,000 troops in 10 years. Now, it hasn't even been a year yet, and they lost over 100,000. It's incredible. Uh, so things are not going well there. But good luck. I mean, it's, you know, if you want to be a Russian citizen, and who doesn't, this is obviously your ticket. I mean, very, very generous of Putin to offer that little carrot. I yeah, love that. You know, you can, there's a, <clears throat> there's a bunch of programs around the country where you can purchase citizenship. Oh. Or, not around. Around the world. Around the world. There's yeah. a bunch of countries you can purchase citizenship from, uh, including like, you know, nice islands, like Car- Caribbean islands. I'm guessing that's pricey. It can be pricey. I mean, it's not, it's not cheap, but there, <clears throat> I can't remember what the cheapest one was, but it was like, it was like an island off the coast of Africa that no, I don't think I've ever heard of. <laughs> Oh, really? And it was like, hey, you can come here and be a citizen here for like $18. But if, <laughs> most of them run into the six figures. You do, you have to, do you have to go to war for them? No. Uh, you oh, have, wow. You know, That's great. They're not at war. <laughs> okay. No one's invading because no one wants to go. <laughs> Everyone's like, actually, you guys can keep that land. Huh. But like, it's true. You can go. There are uh, these, I think they call it citizenship by investment. And you can go, there's a bunch of international law firms that help walk you through this. Not that I've looked into it at all. (laughs) Not that I'm, you know, at some point, sure, I may need to flee. Um, But you can go, like, nice islands will cost you, you know, mid six figures. 
You oh, want to go like, into something, you know, wow, like, yeah. like half a million dollars? Yeah, give ish. or take. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sometimes, now, they then they break this up. Sometimes you can do that by real estate investment. So you can take, mm. if you want to buy a house for $500,000 in, you know, St. Kitts, you can do that. And it will, I don't know if St. Kitts exactly, but it's one of the, you know, some of these yeah. islands are like that. And you go there and you, you invest uh, some money. And as long as you hold it for a certain amount of years, you can kind of get citizenship by investment. And then the more desperate the country for is for money, mm-hmm. the more desperate the country is for people to come. There's like a real yeah. market for this. Like, so like if you want to get into a, a European nation, there's one or two European nations that do this and it's millions of dollars. If you want to get a European citizenship, because of course you get into Europe, you have the EU sort of, you know, you can move around a lot. You have some of those benefits, blah, blah, blah. It's supposed to be a stable place. You're going to pay more for that. Mm-hmm. You go to Comoros, you know, you're going to pay like, you know, 20,000. Oh, you know, man. you're just going to get in. It's going to be like a, have you ever bought a I've Kia? I've had my if you eye on a Comoros key, right. for a long time. Exactly. <laughs> if you could buy a Kia, you could buy citizenship in some of these countries. Oh, wow. You know, and then, That's you know. great. So I, I don't know that's why, great. like I thought about that. It's like, it would be cool to have, one of the things that's a benefit of this is you can get access to countries that do not like the United States. So like if you're, okay. I don't know, like looking to travel to Iran for some reason, you might need citizenship in a second country yeah. that will allow you to travel to a different one, you know, one of these countries we might be at war with or so. Uh, so that's why a lot of people do it. Like if you're, you know, maybe your family is from that country, mm-hmm. you can't get back there often. You want to go back there. You can bounce around through these other citizenships, but you can, that's the other thing is like the more countries you can go to, the more it costs. Not the case with Russia. You just go in there and just, all you right. need to do is strap yourself in a, for, you know, to a tank for a few weeks. Yeah. Months. You know? Months. Maybe, maybe, maybe years. years. Maybe. You know, and you're in. Dodge a few bullets. Yeah. Uh, and you ever see the Matrix? rocket fire. It's easy. Yeah, right. They all, they all come in slow motion. And who can't dodge a bullet when it's coming to you it's in slow, slow motion. motion? I think if it hits you, it's just going to fall to the ground anyway. <laughs> People never talk about that. So They don't much. Anyway, do anyway they? this huh. segment's been brought to okay. you by traveling to <laughs> Russia. <laughs> you should do it today. Call oh. 1-800-I-would-like-to-die-in-the-fields, <laughs> in the cold, frozen tundra mm. of, of the former Soviet Union.com. Yeah, wow. What a dream come true, huh? <laughs> yeah. uh, the WEF has gathered in uh, Davos, and uh, we've got some sitting U.S. Pre- uh, senators there. Actually, the president didn't go to this, um, and I'm not sure why, because a lot of times uh, they do, but... Joe Manchin, because he's so conservative, so moderate, so in the middle of things. You know, he he is in Davos right now, and uh, he's lamenting things like the freedom of the press. Here's what uh, he had to say. Uh, the problem that we have is the open press system and basically all the platforms. Yeah. So if you're able to have five yeah, platforms, social platforms, that you can basically... Mm-hmm. Um, personify the extremes yeah. somebody who is extremely right or extremely left and it seems like that is the majority speaking they're not the majority but they're basically driving everybody to make a decision what side are you on are you on this side or this side and in america there's only one side the american side it's not the republican side or democrat we should be coming together to solve the problems from a different angle yeah yeah we should um, the World but, Economic Forum does not think that there's only an American side and a, and a non-American side. The no, World don't. Economic Forum does not see it that way. They 
They sure don't. And it's interesting that he sees, you know, freedom of the press as a problem. Uh, that in itself is a big problem. And one of the big problems we have right now, because they want us to believe that we're not supposed to say anything they don't like. And anytime anybody says anything they don't like, they try to shut it down. They try to censor it. They, tr- they try to lock you out. Uh, it's terrible what's going on. And this guy's supposedly a moderate. This guy's supposedly, oh, yeah, he's going to be the savior because uh, he could play both sides of the aisle at any time. And I know you've been a big fan of Joe Manchin over the years. <laughs> Joe Manchin will not save you. That <laughs> will is not. the thing you need to always remember. That should be a dot .com. Joe Manchin <laughs> will not save <laughs> you. Dot dot com. Oh, but well, luckily they only have 50 more votes and Joe Manchin can block any terrible programs. No, he will never <laughs> He will never be that person. He will say he's that person because mm-hmm. he wants people in West Virginia to vote for him. So he will say... That he's the person who's going to stop the craziness. He, you see, he even said it there. He's worried about the extreme left too, Pat. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. he's so worried about it. Yeah. He wants to make sure that that does not that does not happen. Here's the thing: he does not care about the extreme left. He cares about his own seat. He cares about his own election. So at times mm-hmm. he will say things like, "I care about the extreme left," and he has interests that don't always align with that. You know, big friends, big donors who. You know, are in industries like coal, where he will occasionally be sane because of that. Not because right. he actually believes it, but because right. he wants money and power. That is who this guy is. This guy who this guy has always been. And he will only go away when the people of West Virginia finally say, we don't believe you anymore because every time you let us down. And I don't even know that that happens in an election because I think he's too terrified to lose. Eventually, polling needs to show him No. They need to say, don't run again, and eventually this will hopefully happen. I mean, this happened with this this past couple of years. He was the guy standing up and saying, I can, I'm going to stop this. I'm going to be the guy mm-hmm. who's going to make sure that we don't spend all this money until the day he decided he wanted to spend all the money. And people will be like, well, uh, he, he decided he wanted to spend less. Yes, this is his, this is what he does. Yeah. Wow. You know, Bernie Sanders wanted to spend four trillion dollars and he spent he wanted to, you know, Joe Manchin came in. I'm only going to spend one point six. Oh, wow. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, what a still one point six trillion. We we don't don't have. have. Thank you. That's exactly right. We don't have the money in the first place. And Manchin came in and once again, let all these ridiculous programs, ridiculous spending go into effect anyway. All the stuff that's going to last long be long after Joe Manchin is a senator and he's long forgotten because that is what will happen with him once he's out of office. He will be forgotten. He's of very little to no impact in our society. And he, you know, once again, he continues to give this pitch. He he wrote op-eds in multiple newspapers saying he he wouldn't do the spending. He would not go along with the spending. He went along with later And he on. did. And he did because he, he did. always does. Now, so he, he is. He brought them down a little bit, but that's that's all you can expect out of him. I mean, he'll he'll feign that he's interested in saving money or saving taxpayer dollars, but he won't really do it. It's all a dance, right? Mm-hmm. Does anyone really think that uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Joe Manchin are really mad at each other? 
Does anybody <laughs> buy this theater? Like, I, it's just, oh, I don't know. That AOC, she's a little, cr- she sounds like a socialist. Oh, I can't believe this Joe. They're just playing both sides of this for their own audiences. Yep. And we're all yep. supposed to believe it. It's like the bottom line is they all come together and vote for the same bills over and over again. And they have nobody who's holding out. Unlike the Republicans who at least have some people who will hold out for certain things. We saw that with the McCarthy situation. Mm-hmm. You have people who will say, I'm not going to vote for him unless you get X, Y, and Z. They get X, Y, and Z and they'll move on it. But, you know, what does Manchin do? He always comes to the table. He always is there when Every they time. need him. Yep. If it's if the Democrats have, 50, you know, they need, you know, 60 votes and they've got 65, you might get a vote for Joe Manchin on on this, where you say, oh, uh-huh. wow, he's, he's stepping up against the Democrats here. If they need... <laughs> 50, you know, 50 votes and they've got 53, Joe Manchin's there for you. He'll, he'll hold that but line. But he won't be there he when they need there. 50 plus one. Yeah. If they he need, won't be there. If they need him, he will be there. Yeah. If he can justify to the people of West Virginia, well, I stood up. I was the only Democrat who said no to that bill that passed <laughs> with some room. It's always what he does. Yep. And the fact that anybody falls for this at this point is embarrassing. But I don't think the people of West Virginia would fall for it again. I don't think he could win again there. 888-727-BECK. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. Sharon wrote in about her dog's experience with rough greens. She says our our pit bull, Molly, by the way, the only reason why I bring up the Satan, I think God is the only answer. God is the only answer. Our pit bull, Molly, is a rescue. It was in really rough shape when we adopted her. She's had... I mean, she's had quality dog chow, but her coat still was really kind of nasty. For several weeks now, we've put rough greens on her dog food, and she smells better. She's more energetic. Um, We're keeping with the rough greens for sure. Rough greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black that you sprinkle on the dog's food, chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, all the stuff your dog needs. The folks at Rough Greens so confident that your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal for you. Roughgreens.com slash back. They're going to give you the first trial bag for free. You just pay for shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Call them today. 10 seconds, station ID. (laughs) One thing Manchin said there, which I think has some truth to it, is we do get distracted, I think, by the extremes at times. We get distracted by the extreme left and their woke agenda, which is telling us we've got to use these new woke terms. Mm-hmm. These terms are, you know, this is what the the, the future shows. We've got to be able to. Well, adjust it's the only our thing language. to save the planet, exactly, is if we use woke terms. Right, that's the only way we can be saved right now, Stu. That, that does seem like the the pitch yeah, at times. It does. The New York Times ran a poll, and I don't know why they did this. Frankly, maybe they thought they were going to get different results, but mm-hmm. it said, "Hey, you know all these terms we're using all the time and trying to make you use here at the New York Times? <laughs> Do you guys like them? Like Latinx? You guys a fan of that?" Big fan of that, I assume, right? Latinx, uh-huh. or as the president calls it, Latinx. <laughs> uh, um, and nobody really knows how to say it. Is no. it Latinx or is it Latinx? No, and or Latinx. Or Latinx. Like Kleenex. We don't know. Latinx. These are Latin Kleenex. Latin <laughs> tissues. Call them Latinx. Uh, so they asked that and they said, okay, here, let me give you a couple terms. Hispanic. Would you use Hispanic or not? 87% said that yes, they would use Hispanic. 
13% said no. Latinx, Latinx, only 22% said they would use it. And 78% said they would not. I'm surprised it's as high as 22%. <laughs> that right. blows me away. Would you use it? it? And that doesn't, you could use both. Like you might, some people said, yeah, I'd use both of those terms. I only hear white, old liberals use yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. And that's the 22% probably, yeah, right? It's probably, certainly not probably. Uh, Latinx people. How about pregnant women? Would you use the term pregnant women, Pat? I would. You would, right? Yes, that's I would. What, that's, pregnant women, uh, 86% said they would use uh, that term. Birthing parent, oh my the other option, only 34% said they would use that term. I would never use a, that. I would. Uh, you'll have to shoot me in the head. Before you say birthing yeah, parent. A gun to your head. Will you say birthing present? Nope, no. Pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. Pull the I'd rather trigger. not live in a world <laughs> where we call mothers birthing parents. Nope. Pat, have you ever heard the term breastfeeding? A few times, yes. You have. Would you ever use a term I've, like I've that? I've used it. You realize it's hateful. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, you are in the majority, unfortunately, in this country. Uh, 85% said that, yes. We're so hateful. We would use the term breastfeeding, sure. Okay. 10% said they would use the term chest feeding. <laughs> 85 to 10. This goes on and on and on and on. Asian uh, a, uh, is 81%. AAPI. That's that's the uh, is that uh, Asian American Asian Pacific American? Islander? Okay, I yeah, think it probably. is. Yeah, that's a twenty seven percent. Okay, uh, this is one I had never heard before. What is the uh, oh this one? This is interesting. Third world. Third I've world country. Use that. Use that. Right. That's how you describe a developing nation. Maybe you'd use mm-hmm. developing nation as well. Um, both of those polled pretty well. Seventy three percent said they'd use third world nation to describe a country like that. Developing was sixty percent. Okay. Those are the two that I would say both yeah, apply, right? Those are fine. Yeah. Um, global South? You ever hear this term? No. Global South. That's what we're supposed to be using? That's now? what we're supposed to use instead. Global South? Global South. How does so that, I don't, like, what if there's that, a ri- like, what does Australia say? Yeah. Like, we're a pretty wealthy nation. <laughs> like, why are, why are we? No, Global South is the all, uh, other option. Weird. Only, only 15% would use the term Global and South. And are there no Northern Third World right. nations? <laughs> so weird. Like, developing to huh. me, Third World is kind of like, doesn't mean all that much. We've kind of, uh, developing is a good term to describe. Like, yeah. okay, you're you're an economically developing nation. You don't have all the accoutrement of maybe the United States or First right. World quote country. Mm-hmm. Developing works fine. I think it's more descriptive maybe even than Third World. But like Global South, like that makes it... It's not a regional situation we're talking about. No. We're not like, hey, what's... When is it, you know, when is it warm there and when is it cold there? That's not what we're asking. <laughs> the Glenn Beck Program. It's so weird how this stuff happens. All right. Uh, we've taken quite a beating as a country in these past couple of years. I'm sure like, you know, you and millions of Americans... You may be feeling the effects of all of this. And if you're one of those people who's trying to sell a house or buy one or both, things can be really scary right now. But as Americans, it's kind of our thing to get back up on our feet and dust ourselves off. It's one of the things that we're used to. We're not a global South country. We get up, we fight as hard as we can. Uh, Glenn started a company a few years ago called realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a free service to you. And, you know, it's, he started it because he had dealt with a bunch of real estate hassles. He realized that buying and selling a home was really kind of a nightmare for most people. So he picked the best agents. They went through a big screening process, got the best agents. And to, the idea was to give you the best possible results, whether you're buying or selling a home. 
it's this is the this is the place you want to go if you're in that situation right now. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The name kind of says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Whether you're buying or selling a home, you need to get the best out of that transaction because it's one of the biggest you'll ever have in your life. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn Beck, Stuber Gear. Steve Dace, Chad Prather, and me, Pat Gray. You can listen to all your favorite conservative voices at blazetv.com, promo code Glenn. Hey, fortunately, we got people out there saving this planet. Where would we be without the elites in our lives? You know, we're just little people. We can't understand things. No. You know, we don't know that much. And if even what we do know, we don't know what to do with. We, If we have information like the planet is being destroyed, of course, by CO2. Uh, and so all of our emissions are, are killing us mm. slowly. Um, killing us not so softly with their crud. Killing us softly with their crud. And telling our whole lives um, with their crud still i guess uh but fortunately again there are the elites like john Kerry, who um is reminding people he's over in davos as as with the other elites and uh he's talking about he's making sure that we understand how special people like him are and what they're doing to to uh fix the problems that we face and save the planet here he is And when you stop and think about it, it's pretty extraordinary that we select group of human beings because of whatever touched us at some point in our lives are able to sit in a room and come together Uh and And, um, actually talk about saving the planet. I mean, it's so (laughs) almost extraterrestrial to think about. Almost false saving the planet. And if you said that to most people, most people I mean, they think you're just a crazy tree-hugging lefty liberal, you know, do-gooder, whatever. Yes, yes, right. Yep, that's and, right. And think. there's yep. no relationship. But really, that's where but we are. Really, he's saving the planet. Mm. But really, uh, what we are are gods. Really, that's what we are. Yeah. <laughs> we are we are your overlords and your gods, that's and it. we're saving this planet uh, in spite of you. Every once in a while, they just blurt out something yeah. that's so true. Isn't that amazing? Right? Like, that's exactly how they think. That is, like, that is the quiet part out loud for everyone to hear. Yes. We're special. Mm-hmm. We're select. Uh, we're a group of people who are saving the planet from the other dummies who just got us into this mess by driving their big cars. <laughs> I just... And, of course, we still get to drive our big cars as elites. We well, still, John he, oh, Kerry yeah. still gets, to, he still and, gets to get a private jet over to Davos, yes. right? Yes. You know, and, and, and I, he won't apologize for that. He's told us in the past, yes. I will not apologize for my private jet travel uh, because I'm worth it. I'm right. saving the planet that you little people aren't. That's really what they think. Yeah, it is. It's, it's great. It is. I, I really like these types of moments where they I just do say too. It. You know, it's really helpful. <laughs> it, is. it is legitimately a positive. Let everybody really see who you are yeah. and what you think of yourself and what you think of us. Yeah. There was a clip that we played the other day of Joy Behar, uh-huh. who, you know, she's fantastic. And she was on The View and she was talking about the Biden document scandal. And she said... People are like wondering, well, what's the difference between this Trump thing and this Biden thing? Well, we know Trump 
is a criminal. Yeah, right. That's right. And we know that Biden <laughs> is a good guy. Therefore, we we assume that he did this as a mistake. Incredible. And it was like she was making this as if it was an incredible argument. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, this is exactly what we're accusing you of. <laughs> right? We're accusing you of not looking at both sides because you've predetermined that one side is good and one side is bad. Yeah. And that's and exactly what you're admitting to. She has shown over the years she's not capable of looking at both sides. No, she's an idiot. I mean, like, like Joy Behar is a complete idiot. John Kerry is just an elitist who thinks he's better than everybody else. And look at how he just, he couldn't keep it inside any longer. Yeah. It's incredible because he's been thinking about this, how wonderful he is and the people with him and how elite they are and what good they're doing for the planet. And it just burst out of him because he couldn't hold it in anymore. And in some ways, isn't it understandable, (laughs) right? John Kerry, think of his life. Yeah. He's over in Nantucket, you know, doing, you know, wakeboarding. Mm Mm-hmm. And he comes off of the of that island and then flies in a private jet to Davos to rub shoulders with. Then this is after he spent his entire life accomplishing nothing. Yeah. He's a giant zilch from birth to today. Mm-hmm. And he is rewarded for that behavior by being treated incredibly well and being able to avoid every single one of the things he recommends for the rest of society. He is able to mm-hmm. avoid uh, living a carbon neutral. I guarantee his house on Nantucket oh, is on. it's not it's no, not, it's not uh, carbon neutral. It's not eighteen hundred square feet. <laughs> I can promise you that. Uh, right. This is a this <laughs> it, it is super nice, and he's got super nice cars and super nice toys, and he flies all over the world on a private jet and tells everyone else they're evil for even thinking about driving a car. And they won't apologize for it either. No. Still because uh, you little people sicken me. And I don't have to explain anything I do to you. <laughs> right. That's who that's, he is. That's the attitude. And when you when you live your life <laughs> that way, and you live your life with that double standard for this long, and you're never punished for it, in fact, you're rewarded for it, of course you think you're better than everyone else. Mm-hmm. You don't have to live by their rules. And instead of the... I mean, you know, they talk about... In extreme cases, we've seen environmentalists over and over again say things like people should be put in prison for their their climate beliefs. People should be executed for their climate beliefs. This has been talked about for decades among the, you know, far environmentalist left. And even the people who are not, you wouldn't consider on the extremes, are saying things like, well, basically, we need to hold back fossil fuels, cheap, reliable energy for people in the third world so they can, you know, oh, sorry, me, the, glo- the global south. Uh, and so they, <laughs> Thank you. So that they wow, can, I was offended there for a minute. Thank you. I'm glad I caught myself. Where they can struggle, let them struggle. They don't deserve the, the, the dependable energy we built our civilization on. Screw them. Give them the experimental solar stuff that doesn't work. <laughs> Right? Yes. Let that, and then if we go, yes. yeah, sure, it's more expensive. So what? <laughs> Who cares? We're the global north. We get to do whatever we want. And that's what they that's how they see themselves. And so it you is. can see how something like this would develop. It really is. It's it's outrageous, frankly. Uh and you're right. It's it's not just fun, but it's important to see them in these kinds of moments where they just share it with the world. Because the world in general, I don't think believes the things that we say about about these elites every day. And then and then here's proof positive. This is what we're saying. This is who they think they are. They're better than us and they don't have to follow the same rules as we do. 
So they continue to meet in these private little meetings in Davos and wherever else with the Bilderbergers and the Whataburgers and the bacon cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. And they just keep plotting out our future for us, they think, and uh, trying to f- figure out how they can separate themselves even further from the rest of us. Then we had uh, Greta, Greta Thunberg yesterday in Germany being arrested. Uh, do we have that clip? Because it's uh, it's really frightening what happened to her yesterday. She was... <laughs> Look at this. So they're setting up the fact that they're about to arrest her. <clears throat> this isn't... <laughs> this isn't set up at all. Uh, they're all standing standing oh there gosh. trying to figure out how they're going to do this. All right. They're holding her hands. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And they're waiting until they're all videotaped and photographed and then they're going to they're going to carry her away. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, what an arrest. <laughs> Later on, Incredible. they pick her up and they carry her. Um, and she's like smiling and she's smiling and she's having a good time it was like a little kid she's like a little kid and she's like taking going for a ride with mommy and daddy what is the point of that i wonder she's so uh committed to her activism that she's willing to be arrested well okay not really arrested but she's willing to set it up as if she was being arrested play arrested amazing well it's true too i mean the issue here of course is not even greta right greta you expect this sort of behavior from greta what, what are the police doing <clears throat> in this situation I, they're posing thank for you. pictures this embarrassing. is embarrassing you know it's one thing to look it's not a surprise that greta greta thunberg would arrange a situation where five activists are arrested by 30 police officers and 50 media standing by taking pictures that is not a surprise why the police would partake in such a situation is kind of a surprise like they mm-hmm. that's a problem you got a problem going on there with your police force if that's if that's even real i mean do we find out later that that was essentially that those aren't actually yeah. police officers even would, would not be at all surprised i wouldn't be surprised either again the these these <laughs> arguments are built on lies and to expand them you just need to expand the lies this is what they do all the time, constantly. And people like Greta, uh, I don't know if she's crossed the line yet from useful idiot to you know, someone who's partaking in you know the, the theater of all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think when she was you know a, a small child, she was, uh, I think, a victim in some ways of of of, of, of her the propaganda and the people around yeah. them. Because she, you could tell she was legitimately yeah. petrified Terrified. of what is happening in the world to uh, bring about climate change. Mm-hmm. She really thought, as some of them do, that we had 10 years left. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, if you really believed that the planet is being destroyed at such a rate that you only have 10 years left, yeah, you'd, you'd fight against it. And she really believed she was going to die. Yeah. And that no one cared about her. Right. And it's like, right. Know, like, look, as a child, of course, this is a ch- what you would it's call child a childish abuse. belief, right? She has a childish belief mm-hmm. and her parents and others around them propagating this onto her is abuse. It they, is. they are abusing it is. her childlike belief system to terrify her for their own ends. I mean, that is, uh, I mean, it's like, you know, we, 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 we criticize like a parent on TikTok who like pranks their kid and terrifies them. You know, this, this happens every once in a mm-hmm. while and everyone's like, mm-hmm. God, what kind of parent would do that? <laughs> every left wing parent would do it. 
Every one of and them. And they are doing they it. They are doing it. They're doing it on TikTok as well. But yeah. they're they, making your child believe they're going to die because of a 0.9 degree centigrade uh, temperature rise over 100 years is the type of thing that qualifies as really crappy parenting. You know, and you know, yeah. Michael Schellenberger, I know you've, you've talked to him before. We had him on mm-hmm. yesterday about a totally different topic. He was actually talking oh. about Davos. Uh, he's been uh, writing a lot about that recently. But he wrote his book, Apocalypse Never, which is a book about, and he's a big environmentalist, and uh, he was known as like an award-winning environmentalist on the cover For of Time 30 Magazine, years. CNN documentaries about mm-hmm. him, blah, blah, blah. And he... Now he's a traitor. Now he's now he's evil and a traitor. Mm-hmm. But the one of the reasons why he decided to write this book, because he had had, a, if, if I remember the the chronology correctly... He had had this awakening where he had looked at this information and said, wait a minute, a lot of this stuff isn't true. He looked into it, looked at the first sources, interviewed people who who were being quoted as saying, hey, there's only 10 years left. And, uh, you know, found out that they weren't even saying that. I mean, they, they would tell him, no, that's not what I mean at all. Um, so he went through all this and had this awakening and, and had talked about it at some level, but didn't write the book until he saw the friends of his daughter who were terrified about global warming and the climate catastrophe that was around the corner. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know, my daughter, we talk about this all the time. She's not feeling that way. But her friends were. And like, we got to get the information out to people who are trying, right? Some, you know, look, Greta's parents are not, I don't think, trying. Uh, But uh, a lot of people get fooled by this stuff and believe that, you know, their kids are going to die. They have to do something. And if they don't have the real information, they wind up ruining their children's mm-hmm. lives over this. Yeah, because all they do is stress about this. Yeah, and you could say to a, a, a you know, an you know, idiot like AOC or Joy Behar, you say, "Gotta learn the information and 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 and, mm-hmm. and come into modern society a little bit here. Understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Read something." <laughs> but to a child, you can't do that. I mean, a child obviously can read these things at some age; they can start to understand it. But generally speaking, they're going they're 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 judging their lives based on what their parents are telling them and we see this with gender we see this with crt and we see it with climate the parents bring in these ridiculous belief systems and then the children are the victims of this they are the Mm -hmm. victims their lives their childhoods get ruined by these belief systems it's really sad really is pathetic triple eight seven two seven b-e-c-k all right, let me uh, talk to you about Patriot Mobile, a company I love. Companies are, you know, towing the woke line. We were just talking about this. The people who are believing in the crazy gender stuff and the crazy CRT stuff, and they're getting bullied. And the ESG nonsense that's coming into play now, that's taking over. You need to treasure the few businesses who will actually stand for the values you believe in. One of those is Patriot Mobile. They're now offering service with all three major networks, which means that if you're, you know, with the big three and you like their service but hate their values, you can access them with Patriot Mobile. This comes with a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch among the three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile shares your values and won't send your hard-earned money to aid in the destruction of America and your own values. Kind of seems like a basic thing that most companies should be able to do, but they they cannot. They have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team that makes switching very easy. Go right now to patriotmobile.com slash Beck or call them at 878-PATRIOT. You get free activation today with the offer code Beck. It's patriotmobile.com slash Beck, patriotmobile.com slash Beck, or call them 878-PATRIOT. 
This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome back to the program. 888-727-BECK is the phone number. Glenn is uh, out today. He will be back hopefully tomorrow. It's Pat and Stu. And, you know, we've been talking about sort of the environmentalist craziness that has been going on lately and pushing our country in such a, I mean, you you talk, think about ESG generally. E is environmentalist, uh, environmentalism, and it is only a part of that, that, uh, you know, three-letter uh, acronym but it is so important and uh, probably the part that gets the most attention glenn has been really clear that you got to go after the e the s and the g it's really important but the e is kind of the, the most obvious i think to people and you see this happen to so many that you know these countries are now prioritizing this woke ideology over their own citizens their own lives i mean look how this has played mm. out in europe as soon as you have something like a, an invasion of russia of ukraine all of a sudden, you're in a situation where you can't keep your, your your people warm. And that's playing out all over Europe right now. And it's really what Greta, Greta Thunberg was protesting. It's the fact that they've ramped up, you know, the coal production so that they can have heat this winter. And she's protesting that. Huh. All right. You'd rather have people freeze to death, I guess, in the cold. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't mm-hmm. it? The Glenn Beck Program.